Hello, my name is Xavier Mercado, and this is Spearhead Conversations. Today, I'm joined by special guest Alex Vidouet. Yeah. He is the founder and creator of Scalp X Micro Pigmentation. Mm-hmm. He's bringing confidence to those that struggle with hair loss and giving them a new, a new found inner power we'll yeah. say but um it was awesome i've been following his content i love his logo by far one of the most unique logos i've seen thank you thank you thank you <laughs> but um he's here with me today <laughs> so without further ado how you doing alex i'm good man i'm, I'm, I'm blessed to be here that's definitely uh i enjoy doing stuff like this you know what i mean just, yeah. just talking about what i love doing and i'm ready to it's the passion. Yeah, man. Yeah, I just want. I want. I want to get it out there. You know, I want, I want everybody to know what I what I do and the service that I provide in yeah. the city. It's it's. I'll say it's it's unique. It's rare. I've until you and the way you you market yourself. Like until you, I've I've never heard of this. Yeah, and what's crazy, man? It's 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 been around for for over like twelve years now. You know, so That's people. Crazy. Yeah, so it, it's new, but it's not new. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, for just, sure. A lot of people haven't hadn't figured out how to market it pr uh, properly, and you know, once the barbers started tapping into it, that's when it started exploding a little bit yeah. more. You know, um, but yeah, man, it's still fairly new, it's still baby. I, you know, I, I love it. And again, off the whole market, and I love the like the how you explain through your videos what you're doing, um, and 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 you really give this insight of this. It's yeah, it's like this. Um, it's a tr it's not a trend but it's a it's a new trend setting thing mm -hmm. you know and i feel a lot more people are going to come on to this with the the type of marketing you're doing so kudos yeah. to you and like I, again i appreciate you uh coming on here and right talking now, about man. it <laughs> all right well um you ready yeah let's do this let's jump on in <laughs> um where you where were you born so I was Milwaukee, Wisconsin, just born and raised. Uh, all my life I've been here. I haven't moved anywhere else. You know, this is this has uh, been my city. Yeah. You know, um, South Side area. That's pretty much where I come from. Um, yeah, man, Milwaukee's been been everything for me, man. It's, it's my, I'm a diehard Milwaukee guy, man. I don't even yeah. I don't even see myself honestly being anywhere else. Yeah. I've, I've tried to think about oh maybe let me go to let me go to Florida or something like that somewhere hot. Yeah. But at the same time, like, nah, Milwaukee's my city. I have more networking mm -hmm. abilities over here. You know, I know more people over here. Starting all over would be a, a, a hard thing for me. So I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm just going to stay in Milwaukee. I feel like people, people just, man, if you really tap into this city mm -hmm. and you really get entwined with it, I'm more of a networking and, yep. and being a business professional, mm -hmm. there's... It's so beneficial. It is. It is. I mean, every because the part is Milwaukee's so small, but it's not. You know what I mean? Like uh, people, everybody knows each other, who we are, just just by just one. It, it could be one little commercial, but everybody's seen that commercial, in Milwaukee. You get yeah. what I'm saying? And they're like, "Hey, did you see this? Did you see this?" And soon enough, everybody knows who you are. You know what I mean? So yeah. that networking is is I think is is huge here in Milwaukee. And I mean, I love that. I love it. Yeah. yeah. Well, here we are. We are in the shop. Yeah. Of Scalpex. 
<laughs> I'm surprised we don't hear the echo like that, man. Usually I get a crazy echo in here. Yeah. Well, um, you know. Well, it's, it's, it's the good audio. <laughs> it's the good audio. What can I say? No. But um, yeah, man. So um, what what part of the Milwaukee did you grow up? You said South Side? South Side. Yeah, South Side. What part of the South Side you grew up um, on? Off 15th and Washington, between 15th and Scott there you go. and Washington. Yeah. Right next to 16th Street. I, I, yeah. That was my... Uh, uh, 16th Street uh, clinic right yep. there. Yep. Dr. Waters. Ah, look at that. Yeah. I went, to, I went to the dental spot that was right there on 16th too. Okay, you know got I mean? you. I think uh, now they shut down. I think it's going to yeah, be over there. That's, that's yeah. yeah. It's been, man, I just have those core memories. Um, the McDonald's, I had a, a couple yep. birthday parties in there where yep. you stacked the Big Mac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I lived in that yeah. place, bro. I swear I lived in that place. Like, everybody knew like who we were the managers were super cool with us you know because we were there on yeah. a, we were there on a daily basis you know it was it was it was like our, our after we were playing ball we're, we're going to mcdonald's we're going, yeah we're going remember when they had the the the, the, power, the power raids and all that oh stuff, for like sure for sure yeah dude that was man yep mix the life. two dude bro that mm. was life right there <laughs> yeah man how was your upbringing would you say um honestly man i, I felt like i had I had, a, I had a pretty cool upbringing honestly you know even, even though the area that, that i grew up in mm -hmm. um obviously you know it was you know a lot of gang activity a lot a lot of hustling going on a lot of drugs going on in the area i still felt like the neighborhood was was real tight-knit like yeah. everybody everybody knew each other in the neighborhood you know what i mean yeah. Every, everybody was tight everybody knew who your mama was especially my grandma well she was you know she was like the, like the queen bee in the neighborhood yeah and everybody knew who she was so um you know my, my my closest friends, my, my my best friends, my brothers right now, you know what I mean? Those guys were like in yeah. the alley for me. So it, it wasn't like I had I had to really leave the, the neighborhood, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um but it was it was definitely interesting, you know, because you know we st we still seen all this stuff. We still, you know, at the basketball court, we still seen the drive bys. We still got you know, all that stuff yeah. happened with us. Um but we still made the best out of it, you know. Even through the adversity of just yeah. the area, you still, you know, it's the wisdom you take from. Yep, exactly. And, Learning experience for sure. And you know, you you learn how to move. Right. Um, you know, late teens, early twenties. Um, that was a very crucial point for me. Right. Um, I seen and I was exposed to a lot because I was finally on my own. Mm -hmm. um, but it was it was an eye opener and a sense of. Just that that hump I needed to get over to really understand and appreciate life. Right. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, seeing a lot of things, but yeah, it, it made us who we are today. You know. Yeah, man. And and you know what I mean. We're always gonna love the city we come right. from. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's it's rooted in. Right. You know right. what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so what um what what hobbies were you into? Um, man, I was I did a lot. I was doing I was doing a lot. Cause I was, I was trying to figure myself out. Like I was trying to figure out what I what I wanted to do, you know. And um, so I, I was doing. I was I was really deep into the hip hop. You know, I was really deep into into the break dance and 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 the graffiti art. You know what I mean? Yeah. But mind you, before that, you know, my sister, my sister was was a huge impact when it came to that because uh, she was always doing art. You know, so seeing her when when she had her notebook filled with. With like a bunch of uh, like fashion stuff, like she was doing jackets yeah. and pants, you know, putting skirts and all that stuff That's together. Fire. 
um, I would sneak into the room when she wasn't there, and I'll, I'll be looking through her notebook like, dang, this is dope. Like, I, w- I want to be this cool, too. You yeah. know what I mean? So uh, I remember going to school and, and tracing stuff. You know, I was just tracing even Sonic, Pokemon, whatever it was, but I was tracing, and I'd come back home and show my sister, like, yo, look what I did. Yeah. And she was like, oh, it looks good. You traced it, right? I'm like, no, I didn't trace this. She's like, Alex, I know you traced it. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was oh, you know, getting it, but I, but I wanted to be that cool, you know? And yeah. um, as as we got older... She got deep into the into the art culture. I, I call it more like that fancier art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Me, I drifted more into into the hip hop culture. <laughs> I was gonna ask you, but artistry is significant in yeah, your life. You definitely. Know? So with that, because you're, we're on this topic, like what what type of artistry best describes who you are? And you say you're um, drifted towards hip hop. Yeah. So I was I was more of of, of that graffiti artist type. Graffiti. Of that. Like that was I was man, it was deep. That, there you graph, go. Graph life was everything to me. Oh yeah, my. It, it was it was I ate, slept, poop, everything that came to grab. You know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. it, it, I was all about it, man, you know, sneaking out of the house. I was like, you know, I was doing all that stuff. I'm sorry, Ma, if you if you don't No, you're good, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My mind she has to hear this, you know. Uh but uh <laughs> yeah, I just sneak out the house, dog. And you know, I was young as heck, you know, I was like I was like 15, 16. You know, I was, I was hanging out with a bunch of older guys because these guys were like big graph heads in the city. Yeah. So, you know, I'll go with them and learn from them. And I'm telling you, man, the graffiti culture was was mm-hmm. what, what made me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then from there, you know, uh, I, I got deep into like fighting MMA and stuff like that. You okay, know, I, got you. I, I learned to fight and... um. It was it was another big impact in my life too because you know it was, it was like a good way of uh, releasing uh, the energy. Yeah, and, releasing the energy, mm-hmm. releasing the thing, and then and then keeping myself away from all all the craziness that was going on in the neighborhood too. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, being able to defend myself like that that was that was a big thing for me too. You know, and you know very well that's key in in the yeah. neighborhood. Uh, you yeah. know, but I mean back then you could use your hands. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like oh you, you knock somebody out they feel salty gonna come back and, yep. and hit you you know shoot you, something like that but. Back then, you know, your hands were everything. So, you know, I, I tapped into that too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's that was hey man. big. Well, <laughs> so art, yeah, art is, is is something. You, at what age did you realize that art was something you could take and you could hone in on? Um, honestly, I felt like when I was maybe 13, 12 or thirteen years old. You know, when, when I, again, when I, when I started getting into that graffiti culture, when I started seeing it, you know, yeah. I started trying to tag my name up and write my name up. Um, that's where I, I see in like, I think I can do this. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty decent at, at with this, you know, how, how to do this stuff. So there I felt like, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't huge on, I can do it like portraits and stuff like that. You know, yep. something, something I learned because the, the high school I went to, they were very like, um, I was called, I was pious. Yeah. You know, they, they had a very uh, like unique um, art program there so they were teaching you all this stuff you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying but me I was just like ah I'm more yeah. of a graph head you know what I mean you, you ain't gonna take that out of me yeah for know? sure um, but yeah I felt like maybe around, around like 12 13 and that's when I was just like all right I'm pretty decent with it I, I can sketch I can I can draw you know I'm I don't see myself going far with it but yeah whatever it takes me I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do it you know yeah man what so through high school you just you at Pius. Mm-hmm. They got programs. Yep. Obviously, you know what you're capable of. Right. Did you further your education after after high school, art related? High school is what made me uh, dislike 
that type of art, that, art okay. style. You know yep. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. they were they, they were like specific on the type of art that they, yep. they wanted. They wanted to see me. I, to me, art seen seen a nice tag on on a, on a trash can. You know yep. what I'm saying? The dangling shoes hanging from from uh, from the, the stuff I grew up around. Yeah, you know, for sure. Dangling shoes from the wires and stuff like that. Yep. Like, that to me was art. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, they obviously had a, uh, had different specs. When yep. it came to art, and I was just like, "Yeah, I, I don't know if I want to do this." So, you know, you, know, you, you tag. Mm-hmm. That's 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 known. Um, what what other ways did you uh, express yourself through a type of, you know, artistry and self expression? Like, so as as I got older, um, I kept you know I kept getting in trouble with with, with the with, with the law mm-hmm. with, with the graph stuff. And I, you know, I felt bad for my mom and my grandmas. They were, they were huge impacts in my life. You know, I, if I made them upset, if I made them whatever, I, I felt bad about it. You yeah. Know I mean, I, and, and I didn't want to be a burden to her or, or my grandma. So from from graph, I, I started drifting into barbering. Okay. Because you know, when, when I was when I was doing graph, I was I was drawing characters with like crisp lineups or or nice mm. blends in the fades, tapers and stuff like that. Yeah. So I was just like, all right, cool. So I remember, you know, one of my cousins that came out of jail. He was living with us for a little bit and he was you know he was looking for like a like a buzz cut look you know mm-hmm. and i remember you know grabbing the clippers from underneath my mom's sink like whatever <laughs> you know whatever clippers she had in in, in the cuisine in the kitchen yeah. and then uh you know we sitting on, on a folding chair and i'm supposed to it's supposed to be like a quick you know two minute cut and i'm over there spending hour and a half two hours because you know in between trying to shave and bald yeah i'm trying to learn to do the blend you know mm-hmm. and I, start, I started enjoying that i started seeing because those blends started reminding me of the flares we used to do with the cans and stuff like that yep. too. You know, the blending with the cans, and uh, I started uh, digging in deeper into like the like the barber aspect of thing. And I was just like, this this is dope. This is this is my art too. I could express myself yeah. and enjoy this, and uh, obviously still get you know get, getting a little little change for it too. You know, what yeah, I mean? like, for so, sure, yeah, man. Um, well, barbering. How long how, how long did you do that for? Because now you know what I mean. You you made it into a. A career path yeah. for some time. Mm-hmm. How long did that last? So barbering, I mean, oh, you're still continuing. It's, it's still continuing. Um, I felt like I've been doing it for over 16 years now, um, but it wasn't like a, it wasn't something I see myself as as a, as a long term. Like I didn't see myself mm-hmm. being a barber long term at all. Yeah, like it was just something I enjoyed doing. Um, again, I got paid for it. Um, I went to college. I went to UWM. You know, I, I didn't even think about going to to a barber school or anything like that because barbering wasn't, I wasn't de- going to depend on barbering. You know what I mean? It was just something that, it was my art form right there. You yeah. Know? Um, and then I found myself, you know, going to UWM. And another reason too is because I felt like if I went to barber school, uh, people looked at me like, oh, Alex couldn't make it in the real university. You know what I'm saying? Like yep. he, he, could, he couldn't do mm-hmm. it. He couldn't do it. So I found myself uh, pushing my pu- pushing those limits. I said, you know what, I'm I'm gonna finish college. Uh, again, I ain't really trying to be a barber, um, and it, it's just something I, I couldn't shake though. Bar- yeah. Barbering was always on the weekends. I found myself cutting hair. Um, when I tried shaking clients, soon enough they still hit me back. Yo, I, I seen you were cutting hair. Still I seen so and so had a lineup. You know what I mean? So it was something I couldn't shake. So I was just like, yeah, I'm, I'm cutting hair. And, and wherever it was, if it was. Back at the garage, where it was, I, I was still cutting hair. So, it yeah. was, you know, it was, it was still stuck with me gotcha. for some years. So, micropigmentation. Yeah. I want to, I guess I want to know what sparked that fascination. I know <laughs> that you were barbering. Yeah, yeah. So, obviously, that has yeah. uh, a, a huge yeah. inspiration on it. Right. But what 
made you say, you know what, this is something I can actually do? Oh man. Um, well, honestly, man, like again, I, I was I was finishing college. Um, I didn't want to be a barber. I didn't know what the heck I wanted to do with my life. Um, and uh, pretty much my son, my son that came in the picture too. He was he was there. He was born already. Yeah. Um, you know how barbering and hustling and I'm coming hand in hand. For sure. That ends up ha- that ended up happening. And again, I, I didn't see myself hustling. It was more of a part time thing. I didn't I didn't want I didn't want to do that for the rest of my yeah. life. I didn't want to do that same thing with barbering. Yeah. And uh, I remember you know finishing college. The night I finished college, uh, my wife was sleeping. My son, and my wife was sleeping, and I remember I was sipping. I was drinking in, mm-hmm. in the sala in, in the in the. the yeah. Living room. Living room, yeah. yeah. For for just by myself, you know, thinking. I'm like, God, I was like, God, what you got playing for me, man? Cause mm-hmm. dog, I really ain't trying to I ain't trying to be a barber. <laughs> I ain't trying I ain't trying to continue hustling. I ain't trying to keep going this route. I got I got my son here. I'm trying to buy this house. Yeah. Like, what is it you got playing for me? And I remember that same night, that same night, um, I was I was, you know, scrolling through Instagram and I seen a before and after picture. And on that before and after picture, it was like a it was the dude was bald, and then he looked like he had a, had a, had a hairline on him. You know, for yeah. me, right away, I thought it was you know enhancements were big. Enhancements yep. just started being a big thing. Barbers were using enhancements on all their clients. Mm-hmm. But with with this guy, it was different because it legit looked realistic. It was it didn't look sprayed on. Yeah, like how the enhancements were looking. You know, um, so I, obviously I dug deeper into this guy's page, and you know, was just seeing seeing his before and afters, and then I actually seen in one of his videos he was using a machine. Yeah, to, to tattoo. I'm just like, oh, this guy's tattooing. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Like he's, yeah. he's legit tattooing hairs on these guys. And my thing is, a lot of a lot of the buddies that I that I that I grew up with doing the graph stuff with, they ended up drifting off into tattoo culture too. You know, they they, yeah. they ended up going that route. Me, I, I didn't again. I I didn't want to sit there and do portraits, but I knew hair. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I was just like, yo, this this is I can make tattoo money. And, and still barber at the same time like it's, you know what i'm saying like for sure so it was it was like a no-brainer and then you know as i dug deeper i figured out what scalp micropigmentation was i looked it up and it, it was like a handful of artists man and i was seeing the hairlines and some of them were like oh barber edge and i was looking at it i was like there ain't no edge up that's that's not our edge up you know <laughs> yeah, what i mean like yeah what, what is that <laughs> you know and I was just like, nah, they're doing that wrong. They're doing it. There's there's no symmetry with it. There's no, they're not following the guidelines of actual barbers follow, you know, yep. to create a nice edge up. So right then and there, I was just like, yeah, I'm getting into this. this Take all I'm, what you've learned, yep. apply it into this. Like it was all yeah. meant for me to to get into this industry. Like that's I felt like sure. God had like, you know, he 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 had he had paved that way for me to get into this industry for me. Yeah. You know, with barbering and and then starting with art, then starting with the uh, barbering with that too. You know what I mean? So it's it's it it's like when we were talking before before we started, uh, you know, when you're on your path, and I've said this many times, but it falls in place. Yeah, and and you just gotta, you know what I mean. When that's happening, mm-hmm. go. Yeah, exactly. Don't man. stop. You got momentum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> take that's, it how, that's it, how is. it was, man. And I looked up to see if there's other people in Milwaukee or even in Wisconsin that were doing this, providing this service, and I ain't see nobody. <sighs> I didn't see nobody. And Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> it's the same year over here. Right. I, You know what I mean? I'd always, you know, pretend like I'm this anchorman off this new station and do all these impersonations. As I grew up, a lot of the people bring it up to me. Mm-hmm. A lot of um, childhood friends still bring it up to me. Yeah. You remember when you do this? Now, because I'm doing the platform now. I was like, this reminds me of when you used to do this. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, 
you know, but there was one day where I'm just like, what can I do to use who I am and somehow make it into something that could possibly turn into something yeah, for me? Exactly. And as simple as this is, right. it, it worked out. So, like, I can totally relate to yeah, man. Man, and and it's it's t- just like you've been taken off. It's like I've been taken yeah, off too. Man. So um, slow process, but it happens. W- <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, when did you actually? Okay, so now you have it in your head. You like this is definitely what I'm gonna do. Mm. Uh, what year did you say? Hey, like okay, I'm gonna start taking the first steps towards it. Um. So what I was doing was I was bringing up to a lot of my clients that I was still cutting their hair. And, uh, you know, I left I left it on, on, on the back burner for a little bit. I left it, you know, and three months later, one of my clients pops up. He's like, he, sent me, he sends me a message like, yo, you, this is what you were talking about. This is what you want to do. I was like, they're doing a class. They're doing a class in Chicago. You should go do it. And, I, you know, again, I put it on the back burner. I was like, oh, it'd be cool to do. But then him bringing it back up to me, I was just like, you know what? I might as well just do it. Let's just do it, yeah. you know, so... Had a little bit of cash, so I was just like, you know what, let, let me just hop in this class. And um, 2017, I, I took that leap and finally got certified in it and, um, you know, pretty much took it and, and, and ran with it and came to Milwaukee with it. And That's dope. Yeah, you That's know what I'm dope, saying? Man. But I, I mean, I went to Chicago. It was, it was like, some honestly, it was some some random dude. I, but I didn't really care. I didn't, I didn't, I wanted to learn. You still took the you know steps I mean? you needed yeah. to take for to get you. Yep. Get you going. Yep. So I didn't want to like be one of those weird guys that just try to uh, finesse it and 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 learn through YouTube or something like that. I yeah. want I wanted to get I wanted to you know to, to provide this service and I wanted to change lives. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And it was it was man I, I couldn't I don't know I I found myself getting a black book and drawing hairlines and practicing the dot work and I'm just like it made me get deeper into wanting to learn how to do it. You know? Yeah. And I did it in 2017. So that's when um, Scalp X was founded. Yep, Scalp X founded that's, in 2017. That's you know? so. Yeah, and I, I know you just touched in on you know what I mean, somewhat of why you do it, but why? Like in a full thought, like why is it this something so passionate for you that that just has you know ha- gives you that type of motivation to do? Because this is very tedious yeah. work. Very tedious. Very. I mean, I've people watched. Yeah. It's, people think it's like, oh, you're just you're just putting dots on people's heads. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you want to try putting the dots yeah. on people's heads? You want to make sure that it doesn't look darker in a <laughs> yeah. certain spot of the head and all that, all that. Uh, but I really, I really enjoy um, being able to give back, give like allowing people to give them another option for them. Because you know, I've I've dealt with so many types of clients. You know, clients that. We're losing their hair yeah. throughout, throughout high school. You I know feel, what I'm saying? I feel like with men, especially as we age, you know, yeah. me, I could take off this hat and I could, you know, the hairline is starting to recede right. and it, it's, it, I'm 34. Um, mm-hmm. It's not that dramatic, but, um, you know, I have. It's, but it's, are, you, are, you, are, are the, you shaving your hair down because of that? Or no, you, no, you just no, like no. To, you just like to shave it. I love see, it. Yeah. guys, they they see certain things like that. Like me, I, I I dealt with that. I was I was I was thinning out. I was you know my my corners were going back, and I was just like what. And the only thing that helped me is obviously I was a barber. I had a barber background, so I could hide it easily. Yep. You know, uh, give myself a high fade, whatever it was, and then using those enhancements. But other people can't do that. Yeah. You know, they, they they can't. They don't have that experience to be able to do that. So they're stuck with just like oh, I just got to shave it down. For sure. You know. Um, 
being able to, to, to give them a service where they can get that youthfulness back, you know what I mean? And feel good yeah. about themselves again, not be hiding underneath hats, not be uh, feeling like they can't step out or, or go places because mm-hmm. they got a bald head. Or, you know, one thing, one of my biggest things was I remember being at the Brewers game or Bucks game and what, you know, what about, the, they look in the back of my head, they see, they see I'm, I'm yep. balding back there, you know what I'm saying? Instead of paying attention to the game, I'm worried about the people behind me looking at my ball spot, you know yep. what I'm saying? And being able to cover that and people are looking in the mirror and like seeing their reaction to all that, man, that was like, wow. Yeah. Like, I'm legit changing these people's lives. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, What are other ways um, clients come to you? Um, like... Like specific types of baldness? specific, like what would bring a client in? Obviously, receding hairlines yeah. and yeah. Um, so it's honestly all, all types. So I, I deal with people that have alopecia. Okay, um, ladies, ladies who are thinning out. Ladies, you know, pe- people think that ladies don't don't deal with this, but there's a lot of ladies that their hair starts going out. You know, they start thinning out, and they they part their hair certain ways, and it looks balder in that certain way. My job is to fill in those areas, fill in those lighter areas to make it look like it's densed up. Yep. Um, I've done so many guys with failed hair transplants; it's ridiculous. Like, wow, it, it, that right there is it's man. I've done so many, and the thing about that is like their skin gets so torn up because of these hair transplants too. Unless they unless they paying top dollar, which yeah. again, some of these guys did. They paid fifteen k for for a hair transplant that failed completely. You know what, what I mean? And they left they left with this scarring. They're left with this still boss, but they're left with these these weird looking uh, porcupine hairs popping mm. out of the top of their head. That's so you know sad. what I mean? So it's like they're like, this is my this is my last resort. This is this is if this doesn't work, nothing else is gonna work for my mm-hmm. hair loss. You know what I mean? And then being able to to, to kind of save them, uh, be that last resort, but saving them and like, yo, this actually works for me. This I feel so much better with this. Yeah. You know, instead of the hair transplant. For me, I feel hair transplants are more for guys that want to have that long, luxurious hair. Yep. They want to do the comb overs and stuff like that. If, if if the guys are cool with having a short buzz cut look or just a short look with a lineup, this is perfect for them. Scalp micropigmentation is perfect for them. You know yeah. what I mean? Ladies, if they're if they're dealing with thinning hair, I'm me filling in those gaps with small little impressions just to create that density, it's perfect for them. You know, yeah. um, and it's affordable too. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, sure. I feel like it's affordable. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, just doing stuff like that is just—it's amazing. You know? I, 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 you know, I love that you, you know, you break it down because you know I can only imagine people, you know, cancer. Cancer yep. is a mm-hmm. is another one. Uh, um, but you know, you're right. You're mm-hmm. impacting these people's lives, and it, whether we like it or not, hair is a big part of it's confidence. Huge. It's huge, man. And I, especially for guys like for me, yep. I feel like. Guys, it's a taboo topic to talk about. Yep. You know, they don't want to talk about it. Why? Because the machismo. They want. Yeah. They need to be strong. They can't be showing pride, up. ego, pride, ego, all that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, I feel uh, one of the biggest things we have to just accept is hair loss. They're yeah. Like, no, we don't have to accept it anymore. Now we have a, a legit solution where we can fill in these areas that. All we want is we just want, we don't want to have the eight ball look. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? We want to at least have it look like we have that nice buzz cut look. And if we want to line up, hey, why not? Let's get a lineup with it too. You know? Yeah. But I feel like this is a perfect avenue for that for for guys dealing with that. You know what I mean? And they don't have to. Yeah, man. Forget about you know. What I, I mean? Honestly, you know what I mean. It, 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 what you said, and then you know, just me thinking like, when I get a haircut, mm-hmm. for instance, you know what I mean. Before that, I'm feeling scruffed mm-hmm. out of, and then I get that haircut and it's just, uh, 
it's like, yeah, we. I, I'm gonna pop out for a little bit, right. let the world see me, Feeling let like my new shine. Money. Yeah, yeah, new yeah. money, new money. But you yeah. know, for 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 clients like yours, this is more of a. This is coming from something that's permanent, yeah, and they have no control over, right? And in a way, you give them back that power of having that mm-hmm. confidence back exactly. to not worry at a Brewers game. Right. About someone looking at the the ball spot in the back and mm-hmm. actually enjoying the game. Right. Man. So kudos to you, bro, because it's really honorable, bro. Yeah. And that's one of the biggest things of like why I wanted to do this interview, because it is respectable what you do. It's 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 so unique. And like I mm-hmm. said, it, I've never, ever heard. So that on my basis is like this is rare, too. Right. Right. And, you know, it's. It's like you're going to be one of the founding fathers out of Milwaukee, yeah. bro. And I mean that with all <laughs> all respect, man. Right, right. Walk me through a normal session of what you what do, do. Yeah, from the moment you walk in this shop to when you're getting ready for a client. Yeah, so um, pretty much like before the client gets here, you know, I'm, I'm stepping in. I'm, I'm cleaning up everything, sanitizing everything, just prepping everything. Uh, getting ready for the client. You know what I mean? Um, before the client comes, you know, I'm sitting at that chair and trying to, I'm visualizing how I'm going to do this hairline on this client. What, what hairline is going to, is going to go well with this client. Cause you know, a lot of, a lot of guys like that, that, that sharp look too, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's dope. It's cool. And then, but sometimes it doesn't go for everybody. You know what I mean? So there's certain questions I got to ask a lot of these clients as well. Like, well, are you somebody that's in the barbershop? Because even guys that, that do shave their head, they still go to the barbershop to have the barber shave their head yeah. or, and to do their beard. Yep. You know what I mean? So there's certain questions I, I, I got to ask. But, you know, I'm setting it up. I'm getting ready to go to the front. Once the client comes in, then, you know, I'm talking to them and I'll be like, so what is this, what is the specific style are you trying to go for? You know, there's certain questions I ask them. Style you're trying to go for? Um, how how density do you want? How much density? What? Everybody wants to go dark, but they have to understand this is this is still a tattoo. You know what I mean? Yep. The way it ta- the way the way enhancements work is they sit on top of your skin. Tattoos mm. go inside your skin. So over time, your skin's stretching. Your skin, you know what I mean? There's so much stuff is happening within your skin that yeah. that 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 pigment is not going to stay that black. Get what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. So it's mm-hmm. it's my job to kind of make sure that the pigment that I'm using on this client is going to match with them and it's going to age well with them as well. Yeah. You know, um, so that that all goes into it. Are there t- different types of inks so, that you'd use or? No, so we, we use, I use more of a charcoal base. Okay. So it's a charcoal base. So it's not yep. a bunch of different different colors mashed up together to create this black. Yeah. So I, I guess there's like certain blues that they put together to kind of make this black. That's why they, they almost get like a bluish tint. Yeah, on some of their clients, but uh, this one's more straight black. Um, again, it's it's a charcoal base, so it it's it stays true to black. Yeah, you know, it's just the reflection of the black coming off of your skin or inside of your skin is is, is what plays a big factor into how it's going to heal or look over time. For sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So you know, I'm, I'm going over that. I'm, I'm explaining to them how it is. I'm explaining to them like, yo, you know, we got to make sure this this is this is age appropriate for you, business appropriate for you. Are you somebody that's you know again? Yeah, you're you're weighing the options. That, yeah, as you should. Yeah, and I explained to them too. You're getting a tattoo. Like you, it, this isn't real. You know what I'm saying? This isn't it real, ain't real hair. hair. It's you're getting a tattoo. You know, so I can try as close. My job is to try to match it as close as possible to the actual hair follicle. But the what happens is if I try to match it too close, the hair the hair is always going to stand out a little bit more than the pigment. 
Yeah. So I got to go slightly darker than the actual hair. So if I try to, let's say, um, you know, match it to his hair, his hair is, is more 3D. What I do is more 2D. Yeah. So his hair is always going to stand out more. So I got to explain to him, look, it's going to be slightly darker. Nothing that nobody's going to know about because I'm going to blend it in really nicely and nobody's going to be able to tell. But you're going to be able to notice. You know what I mean? Yep. But um, so I, I explained to them all that and, you know, just, just letting them know, like, what you're getting done. And, they're you know, they're all for it. You know, take them to the room. Show them the chart. Hey, this, this is the color. I'm going to start with you. And then we're going to gradually go darker per session. Uh, I never start too dark because if we yeah. got to make any adjustments, if we got to make any, I don't know, if there's... Lighting li- lightening it up. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I'd rather start light and gradually go dark than mm-hmm. start too dark and be like, crap, this don't, this don't match with your skin. This don't match with your hair color. You know? Yep. So I, I make sure I let them know that um, each session is three sessions. So the first session is what I call like the primary. You're putting that light tone on. Second session, you come back. We go a little darker with it. We make any adjustments to it. Third session is more what I call cleanup crew. Either you want to go darker, we can, or I just touch up a couple spots that might need some love. Yeah. Pretty much it. Man. Hey, man. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's a process, man. Everybody has to understand it's a process because you don't, you know, everybody wants that overnight look. mm -hmm. It's like, then it's not going to look as realistic. You know, yeah. with this process, with it being light, it's going to look like a gradual process. Like, oh, man, your hair is gradually growing back. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's kind of what you want. You don't want people to be like, yo, what would you do to your head? Definitely. Like, that was not there yesterday. That was not there a couple minutes ago, you know? So I try to make sure that they're getting that gradual process and it's done correctly. Yeah. You know, we don't, we don't, this is, even though it's a tattoo, I'm not doing, I'm not giving you a tattoo look. Yeah, for sure. I want to make it as realistic as possible so people don't know. That you got this done, yeah, for you sure. Know? So, so that's awesome, man. Yeah. Well, you know this. It's it's with people like you now. It's starting to be recognized in the area of Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. Um, you provide classes. Yeah. How is that? So the trainings are there. Uh, it's a lot going into these trainings. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's like. Trying to explain to them my six-year experience into these three days is, yep. woo, you know. So I try, I show them the basics. I try to show them the basics as much as possible. I, I do everything, you know, that I do. I teach them how to draw the hairline. I teach them how to mix the colors. I teach them color appropriate to, for skin tones and hairstyles and stuff like that. And um, uh, pretty much, you know, I show them everything. And then I try to, ex- like, be specific on avoiding all the mistakes that I made. Yeah. Because, you know, I didn't have uh, somebody, like, I took a class, and it was just like, all right, cool, thank you, thank you, I'll see you later. Yep. Me, I'm like, I had, I had to learn the mistakes of my own, you know what I mean? I, I, there was nobody I could run to to be like, hey, how do I, how do, I do this, you know what I mean? Cause For I, sure. Everybody back then was real, like, they didn't, they didn't want to give off. The they don't want to give out the, the juice. Yeah, the yeah. secrets and juice, so I'm just like, so I had to figure things out on my own, you know, but with my students, I, didn't, I don't want to be that person. I want to give them everything to help them succeed. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's a three-day course. You know, again, they, they learn everything. They receive everything. They get the machine. They get a whole kit. And then they get to practice on an actual model. Wow. So they get they get time. And it's not like a five-minute thing. Like, no, I'm legit giving them a whole hour, hour and a half, whatever the case may be, just to, to actually get a feel for hitting the skin, going inside the skin. And then you know, sometimes I, I get real, like, um, mm-hmm. not intense, but, like, like I, I, I like, I'll, uh, like, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. Like, you know, not, not yell at them, but, 
You know, I stern. Want, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll get stern with, with them because I want them to do it right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, for sure. So, you know, sometimes I, I, I apologize before. I'm like, yo, you know, I might get a little... A little yep. mean with it, but I want I just because I want you to succeed. I want you to strict, right. stern, and and, and yep. that's what they need. You can't be nice. You got like you said in the beginning of the the interview. It's mm -hmm. this is changing lives, yep. and this is someone's scalp. You don't exactly. want to. You can't hide it like a, you put a tattoo, bad tattoo. Hey, put a t shirt over it. Put a long sleeve over it. Yeah, this is somebody's head. They gotta stare at this. They gotta take off the head. They gotta look in the mirror at this all the time. You know what I mean? And people, yeah. other people are looking at it too. So I try to uh, teach them to avoid all the mistakes that I did. That way, their their approach is real conservative. They have a conservative yeah. approach to it. That way, I rather it lighten up and fade away than it, you know, and add more sessions than it um, again look all funky. Yeah. You know? um, what are accomplishments and highlights that stand out since you started in 2017 with Scalpax? Ooh, compliments and highlights, huh? Um. Well, I've been I've been put on on pro teams. Um, wow! Yeah, so so I'm being I'm sponsored by a pro team. So these guys get out of here. Yeah, they they send they send me everything. That, so everything that I use is specifically uh, right. <laughs> yeah, My boy out here yeah. is sponsored. <laughs> I'm a sponsored artist. Yeah, man. And uh, so it's, it's and these guys, it's like it's not just like one person. I'm surrounded with guys from all different parts of the world. That's awesome. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, getting input, getting help from them, knowledge from them. On top of that, getting everything that I need to create the results that I create now, I get it through them. That's all. You know what I mean, holy cow! Um, so that that was amazing. Um, obviously, I I was able to you know um, fly different places and be a part of teaching bigger classes and stuff like that too. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are showing me love, man. It's, it's it's crazy, you know. A little little person from Milwaukee, small city, Milwaukee. You know what I mean? That's how but, I feel too. You know, too. getting some mad love, and I love it, man. It's 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 dope. Like that was definitely. It's awesome being the underdog. Yeah, yeah. I've, you know, obviously got the news coverage too. They yeah, TMJ four. I saw they, that man they came through and did a, a nice little thing on me and. That was fun. That was that was pretty cool for them to do. You had a real live client in the seat had a too. Real live client in the seat. Yeah, it was cool. And I, I thought I thought it was hilarious because you know some of the things they were saying. And I was like, oh, I didn't say that, but okay, it worked. It worked. We gonna make it work. <laughs> we'll make it work. I watched it. I watched it yeah. last night. Yeah, but it, it was cool though, man. It was a really good experience to do. It was really cool. Um, and I, it got it got me really some really good exposure. You know, yeah, for sure. Really, really good exposure. Um, a lot more people. From different parts of Wisconsin were coming through and um, you know, they were like, Oh, I seen you on the news. Yeah. So I was just like, What? Cool, you know? And uh yeah, man, I think it helped out a lot, you know. It did. Uh, I mean, you know what I mean? I, I noticed your stuff on Instagram straight because like I said, the way you market it, it's smart. It's right. it's 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 like your own private instructional yeah. video to if you're thinking about it, yeah, this is yeah. what I, this is what's happening. I'm trying to educate. That's the approach. I want to educate clients. At the same time, I want to educate um, other people who I people. Mean, who might be interested in, in even learning this. You know what yeah. I mean? And I feel like if they're educated properly, they're gonna know to choose the right artist. They're gonna know who to go to because right now, so, so many people are, are trying to do this because of what they can make from it. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, they're what they're doing is they're just taking these hard-earned people's money. Messing them up, I'm like, all right, well, I, I got, I can't do nothing else to you. you yeah, know what I'm saying? just giving a bad, bad name, name and making it, it harder. It, it makes it scary. It makes people not want to do it again. They're like, I would never do this again, you know. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, too, you got to do your research. You got, you got to tap and you got to see 
I don't want to say reviews because nowadays you can buy reviews too. Yes, you can. You know what I'm saying? So you got to, it's. Can I, can I ask you something? So mm-hmm. it's, it's primarily based on the head. Yeah. King. Can you do? Because when I first got here, I was talking about it. <laughs> is, is it possible? Do you have you ever done to the cheek? Yeah. I've, oh wow. I've done, I've done a beard before. The only thing that okay, the only thing that that that, that will, will I think looks best is if the person does have a beard. Yep, exactly. Enough, enough yeah. beard hair there. You know what I mean? If it's gonna be somewhere, it's like, hey, I got a baby face. Can I just got canceled out, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so if it's, if it's like somebody has like a baby face, man, I don't recommend it because the the skin on, on the face is way different than the skin on top of it. Yep. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? The skin on the face is so much like thicker and it's stretchy, so the pigment's gonna come together. On top of the scalp, you can still see the impressions look like nice little hair follicles. Yeah. Um, how do you feel um, Milwaukee is attributed to the success that you've had with Scalpex? Um, I felt like I got a lot of uh, barbers recognition. You know, a lot, a lot of barbers in the city um, definitely, you know, help push me, help, help uh, continue to, to show support and love yeah. in the city. You know what I mean? Um, it, it wasn't easy, though. No. Like, it wasn't. I mean, I remember... You know, struggling. Remember, you know, um, working out of that garage. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And 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 having people, you know, come see me, and you know, they'll pull up on me, and then they'll drive off because they're like, I'm, I'm gonna pull around. Uh, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And and then they'll 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 pull around, but drive off on me. Why? Because right. you know, it was, it was a back of garage, man. It was tough, man. It was it was first two and a half years sucked. Did you have so, any mentors or anyone that guided you? That. No. I didn't. I, had, uh. I legit had to figure things out on my own, man. And, and Look at you, man. Yeah, it was it was tough, man, because it's like again being trying to be this tough guy too, and like I, I don't need no help, you know what I'm saying? And then when I was actually getting the, seeking the help, I wasn't getting it. Getting it, no. you know what I'm saying? So then I felt like like I was like, dang, now, now you now you now you look like a little softy over here trying to get help, and look like you begging somebody for help, and they ain't even trying to help you. Yeah, you know what I mean? So. um it, it put me in, in, in a spot where I was just like, I became, again, like this lone ranger. Like yeah. I, didn't, I, didn't, I was like, well, I don't need nobody's help. I'm going to do this thing on my own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And kind of helped me, motivated me. But it took me to a dark path too. You know what I'm saying? Because mind you, before getting in this, I was hustling. I was doing all that stuff. So leaving all that, letting all that go. Yeah. Where I was getting constant cash and stuff like that. Letting all that go. For sure. And focusing on trying to build this and not making nothing from it. Mm-hmm. It sucked, you know. <laughs> I, I can. I'll tell you, people. I'll tell people right now. Yeah. I ain't making nothing off. I mean, it, it, I come in. I do these interviews. I love mm-hmm. doing these interviews. I love hearing these stories because that goes to shoot. If you want something, you're gonna have to work you for go it. Get this, it. This doesn't. Yeah, and you gotta go get it. This isn't gonna come easy. Mm-hmm. But it's something that you believed in, right. and it's something that you kept on. No matter what, you stayed consistent, and the littlest type of improvements that you could make on a daily basis, yep. they all formulated, they all built up, and now look at you. I'm looking around this room, and I love Mario right there <laughs> yeah. to greet me in the. I think everybody loves Mario. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm yeah. looking at it, and it's such a big space, and mm-hmm. I love it, dude. It, is, yeah. it really is, and I'm looking around now. It's just like you've really made it your own. I could yep. feel like this this creative presence in the room. And, yeah. and, and and this is the inspiration that comes from interviews. Right. The, your story. You mm-hmm. didn't make nothing in the first two years. Right. I'm probably not going to make 
I'll tell you the form of payment for me. The fact that people trust to put their stories with mm. me. Yeah. And they let me, you know what I mean, come through and enter their world. Right. It, other than that, you know, I love this city. And, and what I'm trying to do with it, I'm, I'm trying to push for something positive where it really brings us closer together. Because mm-hmm. that's what we need right now. Exactly. But I, I man, I, I think it's so powerful of you talking about first two years, starting off a business, yeah, didn't man. make nothing. And it's... it's sucked. It sucked. <laughs> it sucked, but I think it made me a stronger person, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, with that, I remember we were talking about, you know, like the drinking stuff. Yeah. The issue we had. And I remember... I ended up being like a really deep <laughs> alcoholic because of that. Cause I was so depressed. Yeah. I was like, nothing's, why isn't it, why isn't this working? You know? And then I, I was trying to find my, my happy place by drinking. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and from all that, you know, it, it stemmed from, from, from me, you know, finding faith, yeah. finding, finding myself with God, you know what I'm saying? For Having sure. a strong praying wife, you know, my yep. wife was, was my backbone too. You know, she helped oh, me. Definitely. And, I I thought she was trying to hold me back, but in reality, she was she was trying to help me. She was trying to guide me. You know. <laughs> I feel like when we're at a place where um, we know what we need to do, but we haven't done it, right? And then somebody who cares and really truly feels for exactly you comes along and tells you what you need to hear. Yeah. You take it more as being attacked than Shoot, making. I was it. mad. Like you ain't gonna sit here and tell me nothing, <laughs> woman. Like you know. It's, it's, yeah. And, and man, I I can't tell you and express how much my wife has so much to do with the success that I've received on this. Same. So hearing that from you is like, here, here are all the things that go into this. Yeah. Yeah. But you saying, you know, alcohol was, was it was, it was, it was something big that just started taking control of my life. So um, I started pushing things away, you know, I started pushing people away. I started pushing my, yeah. my attitude towards what I really wanted to do. Yeah, you know? for sure. I was, so, I was so angry. At why wasn't it, why wasn't it working for me? Why was it working for so-and-so? You know what I'm saying? And yep. I started doing stuff like that, comparing myself to other people, which I should have never been never. doing, mm-hmm. you know? And then, um, so I found myself like deep into that. Once I realized like, all right, I gotta, I gotta let go and let God yeah. do his thing and let him take control i was just like i was done i was fed up you know and i i, I let god do his thing man and legit when i st- when i stopped drinking i fully was like all right i'm chilling out yeah bro it was like that's doors, where it ever doors just was same for me man i was blacking out every night same every night i drink yep. blackout autopilot yep. people don't understand the extent of but it, i the reason why i was drinking is because i mean it a lot can hide behind a smile right and and you know the more i'm on this journey in sobriety just like yep. you the more i'm coming to understand the strength that it's taking to cast these type of demons out yeah because till this day you know it is a battle a it couple of weeks ago i got into like a very vulnerable space yep. and you know i I put it out there because I felt like, you know, I need to be transparent with myself and I also need to, you know, there's a lot of people that give me compliments day in, day out, and I appreciate it. But it's, mm-hmm. you know, I don't I don't want to let myself down, but I don't want to let my family down. Right. But it it's 
it's finding that inner strength. There's a lot that, that went into that. But I will say, when I quit drinking, best decision of my life. Same. Because like you, the pieces started falling together. together. In one year, I read 13 books. See? Advised by some of my cousins, some of my closest friends. And through that, what it taught me was consistency and just knowing your worth. Mm-hmm. And, and I read... Uh, self-help books, financial literacy, and and literally through these books, it transformed my life. Right. And this is this platform is the product of everything that I had read in one year. Mm-hmm. Um, I hadn't read since high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Child Called It was the last book before I picked up another book. And, yeah. and you know, we have our backgrounds and we come from places – that I'll say, especially me, it, mm-hmm. it was it was very very. It was hard, man. Yeah, mentally, emotionally, physically, yeah. it was it was hard. Yeah. And you know, just we have our children now, right? And now we're trying to give them something to see. Yeah, I want them trying to set my boys up for yeah. life. You know, <laughs> I, that, want, I want them to be good, man. That's that's. That's the reason why it was a big change for me, too. You know what I'm saying? And then, again, seeing myself going home. Not seeing myself, but, like, going home drunk. And I haven't seen my kid and my wife all day because I was at the little shop, you know, drinking instead of actually working. The same here in bar. Lying. I was lying. Like, I got to do a haircut. In reality, no, I'm sitting there drinking, sipping down. Then Mm -hmm. I'm home, haven't seen my wife and my kid all day. And he's trying to play with me, and I'm just hunched over, like, can't even sit right. You know what I mean? So... Um, seeing that and, and feeling that was just like I got I gotta let this go. I was in a I was in a bar stool, and I looked around at a bar I bartended mm-hmm. at for years. I didn't know, and then that exact night when I said I'm done, mm-hmm. I came with a buddy. That buddy left. I looked around the room. There was no one there. Not even the bartender did I recognize. And on that night, I said, "What am I doing? Right. My son is in the crib. My wife is in bed." I'm a married man. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be home. Right. Yep. Oh, and so, hey, man, I give you, like, salute, because for most people that don't understand, like, sobriety is, is a, it's, hard. it's an ongoing battle. <laughs> it is. It's every. And then we live in a city that, 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 that glorifies drinks. it. Yeah, glorifies you, it, man. You can't. It's hard to go to a, to a Brewers game unless you got a tailgate. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Or you got a pregame before you go into anything. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> Exactly. You know, I, I honestly, I, I was kind of blessed to have a lot, of, a lot of my good homies that they understood it. You know, they accepted it. They're like, All right, mm-hmm. Alex, you ain't going to drink? Cool. So now I, I can I can go if I wanted to go to like like a like a wing spot, like a, like a bar or something like that. Yeah. They make sure it's a spot that there's food there for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're like, all right, we'll do our thing, but... I, Alex ain't drinking. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, and the thing is, sometimes they won't even drink. It's, it's weird how how like my presence, the way I carry myself, makes them feel a little different too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're like, oh, we're not we're not gonna get lit. lit. lit, lit you know what lit, I'm saying? Yeah. We're, we're gonna we're gonna enjoy. It's ourselves. a respect. They exactly. give you that type of respect, and, yep. and 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 I feel it with people. I t- I usually tell people don't don't mind me. Just yep, let let me be. Just right. let me be. Don't. Bring up, don't joke about it, because I really feel like with the people who who don't think in the beginning, people didn't think I was serious. Right. This was supposed to be a one month thing, right, and right. then it turned into two months. Exactly. And then 
someone that was real close to me was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And I said, until you, you clear up, until we beat this, yeah. um, well, I'm not going to take another sip. Right. And that person beat it in remission. Thank God. Right. And you know what I mean? At that point, it was so long. It's like, why would I ever go back? And then I'm seeing the progression. Exactly. It's, it's, it's strength, bro. So yeah. I give it all to you, man. And, you know, it's, why would it, like, why would you want to go back to right. what it was before? If, with yeah. the, I'm like, I said, I'm looking around this room, bro. <laughs> you, you've done great for yourself. Like, yeah. holy shit, dude. I love these <laughs> portraits in front of yeah. me. Professional dog. Right, right. Got him at work. And these are like, honestly, these are things that I wouldn't have thought of if I continued drinking. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I always say that alcohol was the biggest potential biggest blocker in my life. It was blocking so much for me, even to the point of just even talking to clients, potential clients coming in. You know what I mean? Before I'd be like, oh, I got, I got a client that might be coming in. Let me take a sip so I can be all all, all smooth and, and, yep. and cool with them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But I was missing out on so much things that should have been explained to this client because I was so focused on wanting to drink. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So a good thing I didn't do any clients under the influence. I'm you know, I'm blessed. Sure. <laughs> I'm blessed I didn't sure. do that. But um I was missing out on a lot of things I should have been explaining to these clients. And you know, with a clear mind, I was able to do a lot more things, make a lot better decision choices yep. and better moves to progress my business. You know, um, especially with COVID, man. COVID, COVID yeah. it was a switch up, man. COVID freaked me out a little bit, man. I was like, Oh man, I I got the ball rolling. I'm starting to get more clients coming in on a monthly basis. COVID's about to hit, and yeah, I'm I'm not gonna be able to get any more any more people coming in. I gotta shut this down. I'm, I'm gonna lose my business because of COVID. Yeah, but it was the exact opposite, bro. Um, it was COVID hit, and I had I had people calling me left and right on on my phone. I'm like, what the heck? Like I did flooring, and <laughs> that that boomed. I did when they did the lockdown. I did stay out of work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, thankfully we. We had enough set aside for some, right? You know, emergency, right? But um, yeah, that right there, COVID. Instead, of, when I did go back to work, mm-hmm. instead of it thinking like, "Oh, they're gonna, gonna be, be dead," nothing. right? It's gonna be that. No, it was my cousin coming back, dude. You got to get into the floor, and like it's it's booming, and yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah. and it did. And I mean, I do. I was I was booked out what four months already. <laughs> My boy out here. I was booked out. And I remember, like, because I had clients coming. They were starting. That's when they started traveling to see me. I was getting a client coming from, like, Pennsylvania. You know, a client coming from the Illinois area. And then, um, like, Minnesota. So I'm just like, we we, we on COVID lockdown, you know? And then they were like, well, it's just you. I'm like, yeah, it was just me. like, well, if Mm -hmm. you wear a mask and the whole thing, then I wear a mask and the whole thing. I was just like, well, if if you're cool with it, let's go. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Let's do it. So, you know, I was working on on a bunch of people on on the low-key end, too. Um, But, you know, again, we're all, like, face masked up and gloved up and all that stuff. So it worked out, you know. And um, from there, you know, you can't, you can't, it's COVID. Where where are you going to go? So I I was able to stack some bread up from there. And then when 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 the COVID stuff like kind of started dying out, yep. I was able to put some of that money and invest into my ads and marketing, you know. Mm-hmm. And then from there, everything started going even 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 better. Yeah. you know what I mean. Um, and man, it's, it's just been flourishing, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I th- you know when people come up to me like, "How are you doing so well?" It's 
I believe in what I'm doing yeah. and I'm putting back into it. I'm not, yep. I'm really serious about what I'm doing and I'm hoping through the quality, you know what I mean? People understand like this isn't, and these are real people. Right. You guys are real, real people. Mm -hmm. So it's like, these are your passions. This is me giving flowers out. Like the people, you need to be recognized. These kids, especially with COVID, mm -hmm. they need to see what success looks like. Right. You are a part of that. I, there's so much confusion in this world right now that if there's one hub where you can go to and you can see all these different walks of life because they've all come from different backgrounds, mm -hmm. but they've obtained the ultimate success in their eyes and the happiness they have. Right. Let's let's put it here. Let's get it down. Yeah, man. So I agree. Where do you see Scalp X in the next five? Next five years. Hmm. Honestly, man, I just... I want to build. I'm trying to build. Um, I was thinking about, you know, franchise, franchising the name out and stuff, you know, and I want to keep it Midwest. Yeah. You know, so I have a spot in Minnesota, have a spot in Indiana, have a spot in, in Illinois, something like that. That's well, awesome. I, I mean, I, I could do the Illinois people. Yeah. But, uh, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, just the Midwest area in general. Yeah. But um, I've been seeing, like, the, like, like, these guys that are willing to travel just to come see me they're like you know other places they do that they're franchising it so they're showing one person's pictures but when they go to this place the person that, that's doing the work for them yeah is not the one that did the pictures you get what oh, i'm saying yeah so they're buying their yeah they're buying so their, yep. so they're like well i was expecting something like this and you gave me something like this you know so i was just like well i don't want to do that because if i franchise a name and then i get this guy he's in it more for the money mm -hmm. than, than actual helping people then I'm screwed. You know, yeah. so that's my name. So I think um, my goal in five years, I, I want to be the, like the top company, the top for scout micropigmentation place mm -hmm. to go to when they think about learning, when they think about actually getting this done. You know, I want I want to be I want my name to be the the name in every um, Midwest area. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you need, man, you need to go to Scalp X to get this done. That guy right there would take good care of you. You know what for I'm saying? Sure. Maybe I'll bring somebody on board. Maybe not. Um, the way I got it set up, the way I, I kind of schedule myself is uh, I do a certain amount of people a month. And yeah. then if it's, it's starting to overdo, then I'll, I'll start moving them to the next month. But I don't want to allow myself to get all booked all up. worked up. Yeah. yeah you know, because then I, I got I'm I finding myself, you know, speeding through a client. I don't want to do none of that. Yeah. You, you also need that time for yeah. your, your mental space. Yep. So, I, I, yeah. And one day ain't enough. You yeah. know what I mean? I, I try to do Sundays as a chill day, but I yeah. need more than that. Man, I be enjoying my days off now. Yeah, like, I be for like, sure. I be looking forward to like, I get to chill home with my little man. Like, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it, you know? Um, but yeah, man, so five years, I just, I want to be the top, top company to go to in the Midwest. Yeah. That's it. Like, I want my name to be out there. That's fire. Yeah. What What advice would you give to aspiring youth? That that you know, because this is through you, like this is becoming more popular. Right. What advice would you give to those um, aspiring to come on to this profession? Um, the biggest thing I say is is it's always going to be a grind. There's always a storm you got to go through before you you get that them sunny days, because those those storms are going to prep you for for them great days. You yep. know. So you can't give in. You can't. You can't allow one bad day to disrupt you and give up. You know, sometimes if you're really passionate about what you want to do, 
you got to push through those stormy days. You got to push through those 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 days where you're dragging your knees on the floor because after that, after you get to that, man, it's, it's all it's all downhill from there. Yeah, it's all you know. You're chilling. You're coasting for sure. You know, um, but that'd be it. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, everyone has a different you know definition of what success is. Yep. But it deals a lot with happiness. Yep. You want happiness, you have to work for happiness. Exactly. It's it's as simple as that. And exactly. I within this platform launched. It hasn't been a year yet. August it'll be a year. But the idea was created over a year and a half mm-hmm. ago. And you know, it's it's believing. Mm-hmm. How you're talking about dark days, believe me, in that time I've gone through it, mm-hmm. you know, but that's what defines the type of heart. Do you have yeah. the heart? Do you have what it takes to climb out? Right. And it, it, ultimately, that's your character as well. Yep. You know, you can fall. Right. Are you going to get up? Is the question. And some people don't, man. Some people start businesses and they're expecting to flourish that same year yeah. and they don't, so they leave it behind. You know what I mean? It's just, it's, there's like a big percentage of, of businesses that start up that end up dying out that same year. I forgot what the percentage was, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's the people that stick through it. You know what I mean? They're, they're willing to, to go through that. You know what I mean? They're like, I know the first two years are going to suck. Maybe three years are going to suck, but the outcome of it all, yeah, but the bigger picture, what I'm envisioning at the end of that tunnel, is 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 way bigger than this. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's that's all it is. You know, tunnel vision. See it, go through it. Hey, I'm I'm gonna go through these little obstacles, but at the end of that tunnel, I see that light. Yeah, that's that's where I'm gonna be at. That's where I'm gonna. There be we at. go. Well, man, bro, I I truly appreciate you um, coming onto the platform. Thank you for having me in your establishment. Like I said, man, it's it's impressive. It's inspiring to be honest with you. Like, you know, this is this is where I want to be one day. We still haven't got the the f- official spearhead space, but um, it's something I'm working towards. But seeing you in your your space, man, this is this is great. Uh, so, um, what are ways that people can get a hold of you? Um, contact yeah um so you can find me on on instagram at scalp scalpx underscore mke um or you can you can get me on on facebook alexander be the wet um i'm I'm pretty open man like i i I talk to anybody like i'm not yeah i even put my number like you know (laughs) yeah i'll give people my personal line too just you know because it's it's such a tight-knit thing Mm mm-hmm that they need answers for, and I'm like, I'm not gonna put you on on email. You know, if you need them answers, I'm gonna give you them answers. I'm gonna yeah. give you my number for that. But uh, yeah, social media platforms you can find me. Um, again, you're always willing to come into my space. Yeah. But yeah, man. Awesome. Well, again, I appreciate you. Um, keep pushing. I'm a fan, and believe me, um, we the 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 this isn't where it ends, bro. For sure. Believe me. I'm going to figure it out, but we're going to work alongside each other somehow. But um, with that being said, spearhead out.